Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Happy Thanksgiving, my friends! If you want to really dive into thankfulness, offer up your thanksgiving to God, I'd invite you to check out my other podcast, Hesed Heart Meditation. There we really dwell on this idea of giving thanks. And we're just starting a series on thankfulness that's going to go all the way through December. So if you want to check that out, again, it's Hesed Heart Meditation. Today's episode of Start With Scripture, we aren't going to dwell on Thanksgiving, but I hope you have a great holiday. Good morning, my friends, and happy Thursday. Yesterday, we saw the consequences of doubt. God showed Zechariah and Elizabeth so much grace. He chose their family to have a child, John the Baptist. That's who he would grow up to become, a prophet of God. But Zechariah doubted. And God didn't revoke his promise, but instead the consequence for his doubt, for asking, how can I know? How can I be sure? The consequence was silence. He was mute. He walked out of the Holy of Holies and he was gesturing because he couldn't talk. I mean, how frustrating, especially this poor guy is unable to talk when his wife is going to be pregnant. (laughs) What a frustrating situation. Talk about a real consequence. But today we're going to see in contrast to Zechariah questioning in doubt, how can I be sure? Today, Mary, the mother of Jesus, we're going to see her question in faith. So let's look at the difference. Let's dive into Luke chapter 1, verse 26, reading from the ESV. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth. So in Israel, imagine if Israel is portioned into thirds, uh, north to south. Galilee is the northern third of the country, and Nazareth is a town in the region of Galilee. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying, and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, 
and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. Talk about dropping a bomb. Not only is he saying to this virgin, you are going to bear a son, but he is going to be great. He's going to be called the son of the most high. That's amazing. That's crazy. And here we see he also talks about him being the line of David. That comes drawing a line back to 2 Samuel chapter 7. When God was speaking to David himself, he says, I will raise up your offspring after you, who shall come from your body, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. That was verse 12 and 13. And verse 16 in 2 Samuel chapter 7, And your house and your kingdom shall be made sure forever before me. Your throne shall be established forever. So way back in 2 Samuel, God promised David that the Messiah, the one who would establish his throne and his kingdom forever, would come from his line so when he says here, the angel Gabriel, back jumping back to Luke, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, that's what he's referring to. How amazing. So Mary's son is going to be the one to have an everlasting kingdom. What a big bomb to drop. But how does Mary respond? Mary said to the angel, how will this be? Since I am a virgin, how will this be? Not, will it be? Not like Zechariah, how can I know? How can I be sure? But in faith, how will this be since I'm a virgin? She trusts that God's promise is true, that it will be. She's simply asking how. How will it be since I'm a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, set apart, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son, and this is the sixth month with her who is called barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. What beautiful words, what beautiful promise and encouragement. And we see that Elizabeth, who was shown the grace of God, is now evidence to Mary. Evidence that God keeps his promises that nothing will be impossible with God. How can a virgin possibly bear a son? Nothing is impossible with God. How can a barren old woman possibly bear a son like Elizabeth? Nothing is impossible with God. Mary said, Behold, 
I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. So we see, especially if we look forward to verse 45, Elizabeth says, And blessed is she, speaking of Mary, who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. She actually praises Mary's faith. So even though, just like Zechariah, she asks a question of Gabriel, the messenger, the angel, Mary's question was in faith. How will this be? Trusting that God will answer, but wondering how. As opposed to Zechariah's question in doubt, how can I be sure? How can I really trust you? May our questions be questions of faith as well. Trusting God's love, trusting his power, trusting him to fulfill his promises. Because nothing will be impossible with God. I will see you tomorrow morning. I am so proud of you for starting with scripture. You can also visit hesedheart.com for even more resources, including faith-based yoga and Bible-based meditations.